stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Right about now. We'll get back to your tattoos. I'm getting a lot of tweets with pictures and videos of tattoos. Which I have a lot of respect for people who do it. And it has changed in its view. Uh, Our buddy Matt Schneidman from The Athletic. Big tattoo guy. I just, I, I don't know if I'm tough enough to get one. I don't know if I would want one that's visible. And I don't have the calves that Mark Tauscher has. So let's talk about something else Aaron Rodgers related. He was kind enough to appear on the Pat McAfee show yesterday, which, what a guy. Hey, in July, when training camp is still 15 days away, more than that even, I appreciate him making that appearance. And among the things, and look, I... I, I would like to be a victory lap guy on this, but A, that's not what I do, despite reports to the contrary. And B, this is not the most insightful observation in the history of professional sports. Um, but I think we've talked about a lot on this show that this offense is going to be a work in progress early in the year. And you don't have to be Mark Tauscher to see that possibility. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers yesterday acknowledged that it's going to be a work in progress... And that the defense might have to carry them? I thought that was significant, that he would acknowledge that. You don't think so? No, I I think you're reading way too much into it. He also said everything in shorts and OTAs and stuff is just completely blown out of proportion. You know this guy. He is going to set the expectation bar where he wants it to be. So he wants the defense to come in very confident. But if you think, yeah, there might be a week in training camp where the defense gots them, they got got, there might be some stretches. If you think that he thinks this defense is going to be the pallbearer of this offense, of this squad, carrying them around like they're just some, there's some corpse like that they're the dead defense weight. is going to lug to the top. It ain't happening, Cap. You don't think for a second he believes that. I think there is he might no believe way that early in the season. I think he might. Someone that confident is it. He's setting the expectation bar low, just like when he does his other stuff. He has messaging that he's looking Their to do. Their offense stunk to start last season, and there was no reason for it. Now, this time around, there is a reason one game. potentially for it. In no, one game they weren't very good against Detroit in Week 2 either. Scored 31 points. That's pretty good. Uh, Jesse, let's hear from the quarterback's mouth what he said about the offense. I was joking with uh, uh, with a couple of my buddies on the squad and, and uh, in the personnel department and, and training room, and I said, could be a long training camp for the offense. 
Uh, I like the way our defense is, is looking and playing, and, and just on paper, it, it looks like they're going to be pretty formidable. So it could be some growing pains for the offense, which would be great for us. It would be nice to take our lumps uh, from time to time. And I think it will help us you know, get better and you know, face a um, really good defense like that. Growing pains, huh? Yep. Growing pains. Uh, is that so? You think he is simply he's playing? You know, he's a critical thinker. He's playing four four dimensional chess here, and no, it's really I, more about expectations. Not he doesn't even necessarily believe that. You don't think? I think he believes that there's going to be some growing pains with his young receivers. Yeah, but if you think that he thinks this offense is going to be garbanzo, no way do I think he thinks that. I think he is setting the expectation bar low for a couple of reasons. One is because he's got young wideouts, but the other part is the defense. I think the defense is going to be ahead of schedule. That's just they have everybody back. The offense is missing a big piece, but. He also has two tailbacks. He also has Lazard and Cobb. He, there is no way in God's earth that he thinks this is going to be some garbanzo offense. Well, it is going year. to struggle early. What? Not all year. I don't think he thinks it's going to be bad all year either. But I think he's acknowledging that the first month and training camp could be rough. And I okay, appreciate so his honesty. He has seen this defense. Well, he's seen this defense for two days in an OTA with no pads. I don't think it's a statement on the defense. I think it's a statement on the offense. The Devontae Adams list, potentially Elton Jenkins list, and not that I'm as obsessed with this as Homer is, but the David Bakhtiari uncertaintyness of that offense. Because he also later in the interview talks about how you get 69 and Jenkins back, and that's a pretty formidable offensive line. True. That's an if. There ain't no, I will be absolutely stunned if, after what they went through with David Bakhtiari last year, that they have Elton Jenkins starting the season on September 11th, one day shy of the 10 month mark of when he tore his ACL in Minnesota. So. Mm-hmm. However you feel about John Runyon, who we think he's a pretty good player, he's not Elton Jenkins, and there are still people, including our afternoon 2-4 to four host on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, Steve the Homer True, legitimately concerned about David Bakhtiari. So I'm just saying that I think he's acknowledging, not that the deep, he certainly he believes the defense is going to be good. He made the comment there, he said, on paper. But I think he's mm-hmm. acknowledging that it's going to take a while for them to get to where they want and need to be offensively. I think that was a honest assessment, not of the defense is going to be way better than us in camp. I think that was him leaving some breadcrumbs to, we're going to probably start slow offensively, but we'll get it together because I'm the quarterback. That's what I think it meant. You don't agree? Yeah, I think he's playing possum. I think he's Maybe. playing possum. You might be right. I, I I definitely think that he understands early on in training camp that it's not going to be as efficient and as pretty as it's been in the past. But I I am not believing for one second that he thinks with his ego and with his talent that he thinks this is going to be a defensive-driven football team. He thinks the defense is going to be good, but he knows it's still going to come down to old boy making plays when he needs to. And if he doesn't believe that, I don't want him as quarterback. So he's going to believe it, he does believe it, and he's acknowledging we're going to have to grow into it. That's not any like big transformative talk, that's reality.
And, but it is not sitting here saying this is going to be the 85 Bears. I'm not interested in hearing that, and he ain't saying that. What does it mean to play possum? Oh my gosh! I've never heard that expression kind of, before. You set the bar really low. Like possums lit play dead, so people leave him alone. He doesn't want a bunch of criticism coming at these young players early on. He doesn't want to be dealing with it, so he's going to play possum. Oh well, you know, there's a process. Blah 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 blah, and that's what's going to happen. It, it isn't about him saying we're going to stink. The defense better be ready for Bear to carry this team. He doesn't believe that for a New York minute. Yeah, that I don't I, I don't I don't think this is a statement about the defense. I think it's what you're saying, playing possum, which now Jesse knows what that means. I appreciate that. Uh but also being honest. Now he also talked about the wide receivers and the young wide receivers and what the process is going to look like for them to get ready for the season. Here again, Aaron Rodgers with Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk yesterday. Trust the training camp time that we have. Trust the coaching staff. Trust the relationships that will be formed and continue to be formed. Trust the guys in the room like Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins to help these young guys out. Physically, though, they definitely looked apart. They definitely looked apart. All three of them, all three of the guys we drafted, all uh, you know have, have physical gifts. Obviously, the top two picks are uh, bigger, Dobbs and Watson. But, uh, but the seventh-round pick got a lot of stuff to him. Um, as a seventh round pick yourself, was was it was it wrong to expect him to call Samari Toure by his name there? I mean, it would have been nice, right? Samari would have appreciated. Well, he's that. only been around two. He's only been around two days at camp. So what? Be expected hey, what to know everybody's expect? name. He's, it's just like when Farvey went up to Minnesota and he got the captaincy, and he's thanking people. He's like, "Hey, thanks, Chief. Uh, thanks you." Like, uh, there is a process to go. For somebody that calls everybody old boy and old girl, you think I'm going to critique him for saying a seventh-round pick? It's pretty good that he knows what round the kid has picked in. <laughs> um, so trust the process is what he's saying, right? Uh, yeah, the Sixers, are, for the record, the 76ers are still trusting that process. That process, it ain't working. FYI. Um yeah, Ben Simmons did not help that process. So if you're trusting the process, this is also the same guy who said he prefers production over potential. Mm-hmm. How does that jibe with trusting the process? Because I find myself wondering how long is the process going to take before you convert potential into production? Because I am a doubter that any of these rookies will be productive in the first half for the first third of the season. I think they'll all have a few moments, but it's going to take them all a while, which again leads into why I think it's going to take the offense a while to get to where it wants to be. Yeah, I think one of the three is going to pop uh, early. Right away. I think it's going to be my my boy Dobbs. Yeah, because you're going to get a distinct role that you're going to play in this offense, and you don't need to be Devontae. You can just be Dobbs. You can be the guy that's a jet sweeper and screen guy and whatever that's going to look like. So I'm not as uh, down on these guys, I guess, as everybody else is. But offensively, yes, there's a change. It's going to look different than what we've seen. But I want it to look different than what we saw in that NFC Divisional game. I don't want to see that. I don't think anybody up there wants to see that. So uh, I'm not, I guess, in the same boat as you thinking – we're going to struggle immensely right out of the gates. It could be week eight or week nine before they're any good. That's too late. 
Aaron Rodgers is on the clock. We don't know if this is his last year. I don't think he knows if this is his last year. And he isn't interested in going through a bunch of growing pains, a la Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke. He's much more interested in you know, the expectations of a Pippi Longstocking trying to have great expectations for this season. So you got to balance those two things out. He's all about winning now because he doesn't have anything. Nothing is given moving forward. And as a veteran player, you're not going to sit there and say, boy, I can't wait for this kid to develop in two or three years because I'm probably not going to be there. Uh, we'll talk more about what Aaron Rodgers had to say yesterday on the Pat McAfee show. He had a few other uh, notable remarks. Nothing with my growing pains and Pippi Longstock. It's 10-17. Like, you already Mike McCarthy'd me once. I was trying to get to Lock LaBelle. Pippi threw me for a loop. I and I didn't admit. give you enough positive reinforcement, Jesse. I'm you sorry. don't think old boy's got great expectations for this season? Oh, he does. I have great expectations every time I play golf and every time Lock LaBelle meets it. Experience the rebirth of an American treasure in Oconomowoc, the club at Lock LaBelle. Oh, she's open. Named best new Wisconsin course in OT21 by Golf Digest. The club at Lock LaBelle is open to the public seven days a week. Schedule your tee time today at club at LockLaBelle.com. Again, what I love about it, you're 45 minutes from Madison. You're a half hour, 45 minutes from Milwaukee. And then you're out. It is a golf destination. You're not worried about anything else. You play golf. You go to the Rivalry Pub. And then you head home, and it is a short drive back. It is a golf destination you'll want to play over and over again. A historic past meets a vibrant future. Go to club at LockLabelle.com to start your journey today. Yeah, but how far are you from Manitowoc? Uh, more from Aaron Rodgers next. It's Wilde and Tausch.